Well, hello, everybody. Good to see you this afternoon. Um, this is Throne Room Talks, and this is going to be a special one. This is Throne Room Talks Q&A. So um, we're just going to wait for uh, some people to, to log on, and then we will get started. Hope you guys are having a beautiful and lovely afternoon. I'm just going to set up here. Okay, let me see here. What am I doing here? Okay. My cat Leo. You guys probably, some of you probably haven't seen him in a while. Leo, say hi. Say hi to the people. You want to say hi? Look. Say hello. This is Leo. Leo um, is is cute, and he also likes to get into stuff. But um, just in case some of you have not met my special cat, my special cat loves Jesus, and um, he's so funny. He likes to come into my room whenever I'm, you know, talking to the Lord or whatever, and he likes to just sit and lay. It's funny. I, cats, animals are, you know, they know the presence of God, so um, it's fun having him around. Okay, let's see here. What was I doing? Oh. Hello, everybody joining on. Hi, hi, hi. Good, good afternoon. It's, uh, and it's evening in some places. Um, it's morning in some places. It's really late um, at night in some areas. So good morning, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Can everyone hear me all right? Hello, Bonnie. Hello, Yolanda. Hello, Darla. Hello, Baba. Good to see you. I know Leo, your son. He's he loves he, he loves to come around whenever I do these uh, do these videos. I know, isn't he adorable? Hi, 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 London. We got some watching from London. Okay, Melody, can you hear me now? Hello, hi there, Miriam. Melody, good, it came back, awesome. Hi, Diana. Ooh. Cool, awesome. Glad everyone's hearing great, cool. Well, I'm excited about this. This is this is always a really fun one, and um, time seems to fly uh, when we do these kind of throne room sessions. Uh, this one is going to be fun. This one, Leo, watch out! Don't pull the cord. Um, this one is going to be fun. This one's going to be uh, just Q and A. You know, you get to ask questions about angels. You can ask questions about heaven. Um, I realized that there are going to be some questions that are just going to be really large and big questions, and uh, those can take up a lot of time. And I, I also realized that uh, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to ask questions that I'm going to miss because there's, the comment feed goes so quickly. So if I miss your comment, I, your question, I am very sorry. <laughs> I will do the best I can uh, to, um, to get to... Uh, a lot of your questions, but this time is really important because it's it's a time for everybody to learn from each other. 
Um, it's a time for everyone to really, you know, be honest with some of your questions. And uh, it can be about me. It can be about the whole wonder. It can be about, uh, you know, uh, heaven. It could be about a lot of a lot of things that just come to your heart. I would just ask that um, that you just keep an open heart and an open um, an open mind, because some of the answers that you uh, may get may be answers you might not be comfortable with. <laughs> okay, because um, over the years of me seeing in the um, spirit realm, I've gotten answers to questions that I was I wasn't expecting, and also some answers that I I didn't like. You know. Um, but no matter what, Jesus is good, and Jesus is God, you know, and uh, he loves his children, and he takes care of his children. So please uh, share this video. Um, um, you guys have done excellent, excellent at helping me promote this page, okay? As you can see, 78,000, I think 600-something people are now actually following, even more are following Behold Wonder. So you guys are doing excellent at that so thank you thank you thank you for helping me um promote behold wonder and getting it out there you know you guys are so cool awesome cool i'm glad you can hear me Miriam. hey Faye, hello paula hi melody oh wonderful oh baby and you are listening good Awesome. I love it when people bring, hey, Will, good to see you, bud. Um, okay, so some of them are already starting to come in. <laughs> okay, uh, but I'm going to pray first. I'm going to, um, Paula, that's a great question. I'm going to I'm gonna pray first and just thank Jesus. I love to get in God's presence before we start. Um, just because, you know, he is... The Father is just so incredible. So that's what we're going to do. We're just going to uh, get into God's presence and, uh, you know, and go from there, okay? Awesome. So, yeah. So, Holy Spirit, we welcome your presence right now. We thank you uh, for, for being with us, always being with us. Lord, I just thank you for an open heaven. I thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, God, for, for always being available to us, for always giving us access to come to you. And Lord, I just release the presence of God. I release the anointing of God over this feed right now, over people who are watching and who will watch. I release the anointing over you. I release the light of God over you. I release the presence of God, the peace of God over you. And Lord, I thank you that you are making us radiant, that you are continuing making us radiant and full of your glorious presence and your light. So God, thank you so much that you care about us. Open up our hearts, Father, to receive. Open up our hearts, God, to receive. Open up our hearts, God, to receive. Yeah, Lord, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh, thank you for your presence. Thank you, God, that you have released angels unto us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that the heavens are open over your children. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. I just like waiting in Him, waiting in His presence for a little bit. Father, you are always good. You are always good. You are always good. There is no darkness in you. There is no darkness in you, only light. And we are part of that. We are part of that light. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, he's just so good. I just, there's something so sweet just by being still for a moment and just enjoying the moment with him before you start asking him questions and all that stuff. Or, you know, you just enjoy the moment with him. You know, when he walks into a room, you just enjoy the moment. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so I want to start diving into some of these because I see some of you guys are starting to write. So, awesome. Okay, so Paula, you asked, you said, um, do you go uh, Do you go to heaven daily? Um, and yes, pretty much I do. Um, there are some days where I, um, the Lord won't take me to heaven, but I'll look up in the sky and I'll see the portals open. And they're actually beautiful to look at. Um, and the fun thing is, is that you always have access to your funny, to your funny God. God is funny. I don't know why that came out of my mouth, but I think that's something that we need to do. I guess that's something we need to think about. But God is funny. He's hilarious and he's enjoyable. And you always have access to him, you, no matter what. Being his kid, you always have access to the throne of God. It says in his word that we can approach him, um, the throne of grace. We can, we can come before him, you know. And so doing that daily is biblical. Doing that daily, approaching God, the Father, is biblical. And it's, it's an experience you get to have every day. So, yeah, um, Paula, it looks different sometimes. You know, sometimes the Holy Spirit brings me up without me uh, really uh, aware, you know, um, meaning like I'm doing normal things, whatever, and then Holy Spirit will just catch me up. And then sometimes... You know, I sit and I wait. I sit and I uh, wait in his presence to see what happens. So visiting heaven daily is is um, is not wrong. You know, going to see your father, whether that be through your imagination or, you know, through the other forms of your senses uh, is, is normal. You can experience that as much, as much as you want. Okay. Um, that's a good question. Um, there, uh, Diana asked, are there different stages before seeing in the spirit for each person? You know, everybody starts at their own pace. And what can be dangerous for a lot of people who want to see in the spirit is they start comparing themselves to other people's process. 
Okay, you do not want to compare yourself to other people's process because when you do that, then it starts becoming about you seeing instead of you just encountering God. Okay, the whole the whole ministry of the seer, uh, the seer gift is to bring people into the revelation of Jesus because he is worthy and he is beautiful, you know, but uh, sometimes we get into these, um, you know, into these, these unhealthy competition, you know, and then it, it starts to become less genuine. It starts to become, well, I want to see the latest thing. Well, how fast am I growing? You know, um, don't worry about uh, the speed of your growth, just as long as you're growing, just as long as you're opening up your heart to receive him, as long as you're opening up your heart for more of him. Okay. So that's a great question. I've had a lot of people ask me like, you know, what are the different stages, you know, before seeing and, and those, you know, and it, there's so many different stages. Everyone starts off at their own place. I mean, some people start with just getting pictures in their mind. Some people start with just getting uh, feelings, you know, that something is there. Some people start by a place of faith, you know, um, where they're just believing that something is there, you know. And the imagination is a great place to start. But don't worry about the speed of your growth. Don't worry about, like, you know, am I growing as fast as, you know, as another person, just as long as just as long as you're growing, just as long as your heart is open and receiving, you know, from him. Oh, awesome. Well, love you, buddy. Um, okay, now I'm going to scroll down here. Hi, Melody. Uh, Faye, how do you prepare yourself to go to heaven? Great question. Okay, so I honestly, <laughs> sometimes uh, <clears throat> it's random, you know, like, I've, a lot of my encounters I've had that, that that started in heaven were when I'm just doing normal things, like when I'm washing dishes. I, I believe I wrote an experience I had where uh, I'm washing dishes and Jesus shows up, like literally shows up and washes dishes with me, you know, or I'm playing video games. You know, I've had it to where I'm playing video games and, you know, um, and Lord catches me up to heaven or I'm brushing my teeth, you know. I think the thing is, is, is having a yes in your heart, you know, to whatever he wants to do, you know, and it's like you, it's like living with him, you know, it's not like, you know, you, you, you prep for 15 minutes to be with him for an hour or whatever. It's like living with him. You just live with him. And I am just going home and, you know, visiting home as much as I can, as much as, you know, he opens the heavens, you know? So, it's random. It's just doing life, you know, enjoying life. You know, like I said, a lot of the most powerful encounters I've had, you know, when I wasn't praying, you know, when I'm doing just normal things, you know, I, I invite Jesus to literally everything. So to do everything with me. So, I mean, it's just, it's just doing life with him, you know, and Jesus likes to do life with you. Great question. Uh, Pamela, hello. Cheryl, hello. Oh, some of you, okay. Uh, hello, Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel? Gabrielle? Gabriella? Hello, Gabriella. Cool. I'm looking, I'm going down the list here. Or 
Oh, Yolanda, you asked, are there baby angels? Um, hmm. They're not babies. Um, there are angels that are smaller that manifest like children, angelic beings, like they manifest as children, but they're not exactly um, children. Angels come, uh, angels are spirits, okay? So they're neither male nor female. Um, they take on the, uh, the form of their message. Now I have seen um, angelic beings come to me as kids before. Um, as little little kids, um, and they were like, their eyes were so filled with wisdom that it was like, I know I'm looking at a like a, a an angel that's looking like a child, but I know that this the uh, this there's wisdom beyond my years here, <laughs> you know. Uh, one time I did see um, an angel that appeared as a as a little uh, redhead boy, and uh, he had a flag in his hand. And um, he was waving it back and forth in front of me. He was waving it back and forth in front of me. And, he, and his hair was like red, like the most beautiful red I have ever seen. Redhead boy looking angel. And I asked him, I said, you know, who are you? And, you know, you know what are you doing here? And then he just looked at me really friendly. And he said, it's easier to access heaven when you have the eyes and heart of a child. It's easier. And then he said, didn't Jesus say the kingdom of heaven is like a child? Isn't that interesting? So angels can come um, in many different ways. It, it, you know, it just, um, they carry the message. You know, they carry the message with them. So very good question. Oh, that's cool, buddy. Hey, Corey. Hey, Julie. Hey, Rebecca. Sorry, I'm moving down the list here. Jen. Uh, let's see. Levels in heaven. Oh, have you ever been aware? Okay, Paula asks, have you ever been aware of the levels in heaven? Oh, yes. There's many, many different levels in heaven. There's many different spheres in heaven. There's an outside realm of heaven. Uh, there's also, uh, there's, there's many different thrones. There's many different places to access in heaven. And heaven is so weird. It's like, it, it's not like it takes over space within space within space. So it's like you could be walking, you know, you know, in the fields in heaven and there'll just be a random door. You know, and you can open the door and you go, you'll be in another realm. Or, you know, there'll be a door above you and you just open it up and you go through it and you're in another realm. I've been to oh, a lot of different places, you know, in heaven and God's throne is in them all. Isn't that cool? God's throne is present in every level of heaven. There's even a place in heaven where the angels go, uh, where they get ministered to and they have like a break. You know, especially those that serve continually on the earth. They, it's kind of like a break room. I remember when I went there, an angel took me there, and it was just a city full of angels. And uh, the Father's throne was there, and it was beautiful, you know. And the angels were there just hanging out, resting, you know. And I was curious because, I, I, you know, I was like, well, what place is this? And the angel looked at me and said, it's like our break room. It's where we go to relax. 
you know, uh, we take a break. We come here and the father ministers to us. Your father ministers to us and, uh, you know, and, and empowers us. So there's tons of different places. There's, there's um, places in heaven that where I've been to where the ocean is in the sky. And, it ha- and it's like a rainbow colors of, of water, of ocean in the sky. Beautiful, crazy, wonderful places there. Um, and I love it when the Lord just surprises me and takes me to so many places. Hi, Joyce. Good to see you. Jordan, good to see you. You know, that is a good question. And that's actually a question. Hi, Greg. Good to see you, buddy. Um, that's a good question, Jordan. She said, why do, uh, why do you think more believers don't see angels slash Jesus, even those who have sincerely been walking in love and holiness with Jesus? You know, that is a, that is a tough question. You know, um, I think the key is to continue to, to pursue it as much as you can, you know, and I have asked the Lord many times, God, it's like, God, there's some people who have been asking for a long time and, and nothing has happened, you know, and that is, that's when I have to rest in the fact that God is good and that he sees and he knows people, he sees and he knows your heart, you know, and I think a good thing too is to realize that we are seeing more than we realize because we are supernatural beings just as much as we are natural beings. And a lot of people who, um, who are waiting to see the supernatural aren't realizing that they already are seeing the supernatural around them. They just need to look. They just need to learn to look. I remember a friend, he told me, he says, I never see angels. And I said, okay, well, tell me what's going, what makes you say that? He says, I never see angels. And I asked him a simple question. I said, do you sometimes ever see like little flickering lights, you know, on the side of your eye, like little flickering lights, or, you know, you look random times, you start to see little sparkles, little gold flashes everywhere. And he said to me, yes. He says, but I think that's just something with my eyes. Could be. And I said, but what if those were angels? I said, what if that was the glory presence of God around you? A lot of times we see flashes of light or sparkles around us is because God is actually giving us kisses. That's one reason why we get gold dust on our hands. It's because when you touch the face of God and he gives you kisses, gold comes off of him, out of his hair. So he leaves gold dust all on you. And I told my friend, I said, you see flashes of light. And I said, and then you just say that, oh, that's nothing. I said, it won't, it won't, it won't grow if you don't receive and thank the Holy Spirit for what you have. You know, someone, sometimes we just look for the great vastness of, of things like, I want the full picture. I want this. And then the Holy Spirit's like, well, can you be thankful for the little things that I'm giving you? Can you be thankful for the little things I've been giving you? And my friend, you know, uh, he said, you mean to tell me I've been having angelic encounters and I didn't even know it. I said, yeah, when angels flash lights, those little sparks of light, when you see those things, that's them trying to get your attention. That's them trying to say hello. And I've had experiences start like that. I've had experiences where I am, you know, doing whatever I'm doing and I'll see a little flash and I'll turn and I'll look. 
I literally will turn and I'll look and I'll say, oh, uh, speak, Lord, your, your servant is listening. I'll say that. I learned that from Bobby Connor. <laughs> oh, man. And it opened up into a wonderful encounter. But I could have missed it if I didn't acknowledge that what was happening. Okay, that small little thing. So, you know, that I think we need to start being thankful for what we do experience by the little things that we do experience. And then it starts to escalate and grow from there. So a lot of times people aren't seeing is because they're not being thankful and believing, having that childlike faith of the things that God does break through in their lives. Okay, Paul, let's see. I see yours, Paul. Guys, I'm trying to move as fast as I can, but you know you're going to get way more than what you asked. Okay, Paul said, how do you recommend we test the spirits like the Bible says? How do we know when an encounter is not from Jesus? Paul, excellent question. Now, a lot of times we want to test the spirits because we're actually scared. Okay, Paul didn't write test the spirits to put fear in you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because I see a lot of Christians doing that. I see a lot of people doing that, testing the spirits because they're scared. They're scared of the devil. Okay, you don't need to be scared. You do not need to be scared, okay? So when people ask me, testing the spirits, you know, uh, how do you test the spirits? Then I ask them this question, do you, know your, do you know God? And a lot of people don't like this answer, but I'm going to say it. Um, intimacy with Jesus opens up the realm of understanding of what is good, what is Him, and what is not Him. It opens up what is him, what is good, which is him, and what is not him, which is the enemy. So I think we need to be asking ourselves, do I know God? Am I knowing God? Am I encountering God? You know, am I loving God? Do I know his presence? Do I know his light? I remember the Lord told me, he said, Micah, if you are in my light and you know my light, he says, you'll be able to recognize when something comes to you that is not light. Because you're so filled with him. You're so filled with him. So I, I like to encourage people, um, you know, I like to encourage people to know God, to know him, and to lose the fear of if something scary is going to come to you, something demonic and scary is going to come to you. I have had demons show up and show up before. I've had to clean out my apartment because some critters got in. Okay, but that's just that's just what it is. That's just how things are on the earth right now, okay? You got bugs on the earth because there's bugs on the earth, okay? You have demons walking around, a very less amount of demons walking around on the earth just because that's what's happening right now. But one day they'll be gone. Okay, one day they'll be gone, you know? And what do you do when a gnat or a bug comes around you? You squash it, you step on it, or you swat it away and you don't even pay attention. I, I have avoided unnecessary spiritual battles because I just simply ignored it. I just swatted away like a fly. Nah. And then I, I uh, uh, spiritual warfare battles just didn't happen because I just didn't acknowledge it. Okay? You just don't acknowledge it. You know, but I'm not living in fear. We don't have to live in fear when it comes to, uh, wanting, uh, to knowing an encounter 
having an encounter from the Lord. If it's something unclean and you know God, you'll know what that 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 unclean spirit. And it and it won't bother you. And you just gotta shoot it away. Oh my gosh, some of these are going so fast. I'm missing some of them. Um Hi Stephanie, Eveth. Man, you guys are you're writing in. Uh let's see. That's okay, Tina. You said you turn and you look and you acknowledge. Awesome. Keep doing it. Keep pressing in. Hey, guys, all this stuff didn't just start happening to me instantly. I just kept pursuing it. I've had it even to this day where I'll see a flash of light and I'll say, oh, okay, God, I'm paying attention and nothing happens. Okay, just as long as we're staying alert, as long as we're keeping our hearts open to whatever God wants to do. Good, Tina. Don't be disappointed, Tina. Tina Johnson, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Hmm. Jim, okay, Jim said, have you ever seen a person who died here on earth be sent or called back to earth? I have never seen that happen before. Um, yeah, usually uh, I, I, I have... Um, I know it does happen and where people go, you know, they die, they go home and then the Lord sends them back. If I, I think that's what you're saying. Um, I know that does happen, but I have never been a witness of that happening. Uh, let's see. Happy Monday. Let's see. These are great questions. Oh, Miriam, awesome, uh, because this is a lot of things that people struggle with. Miriam, good question. Miriam Robin asks, how do, you know, how do you learn to understand your dreams and what God is speaking to you? Oh, my gosh. Do you understand why dreams are so amazing? Because the Father wants a deeper relationship with you, so he hides mysteries and dreams. He hides mysteries and dreams, so that way you pursue them and you get closer to them. It's like God leading, leaving a bunch of Tootsie Rolls on the ground. And his goal is that you would actually come to him and get the understanding. That you would actually come rest in his heart and get the understanding. I have had dreams where they were like, oh my gosh, this means something. And for weeks and months, I didn't know what it was. But I pursued God within it, trying to find the understanding. And guess what happened? My intimacy level increased with God, and suddenly the understanding was right in here. Because I, 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 rest, I, I found my place inside God. I found my rest inside of God, and that understanding was unlocked. You know, sometimes we have dreams also where we'll have a, 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 a fragment of the dream. Remember a fragment of the dream. Oh, my goodness. I've had dreams like that where I said, oh, man, what was that dream? It was so anointed. What was that dream? Oh, Holy Spirit, help me remember that dream. And then the next thing you know, I'm spending an hour or two hours just diving in, worshiping God. What is that dream? And then boom, it just pops up. Intimacy with God unlocks understanding of your dreams. That's the whole reason for them. The whole reason for your dreams is to bring you closer to him. 
And then people get frustrated. So the enemy likes to add frustration, anxiety when you don't know what the meaning is. And then you just stop trying. You stop trying to seek understanding. God is trying to pull you closer to, to the realm of understanding, which is in him. And there's all kinds of things you can do. I mean, the, like I said, the, the purpose of them, the purpose of dreams is to bring you closer to him. Uh, let's see. All right, I'm going to keep moving here. Oh, Greg. <laughs> um, that is Greg Vincent. You asked, is seeing angels kind of like a byproduct of intimacy with God? If you are just now tuning in with me, Greg from Behold Wonder, you know that I am so, I'm like a voice for intimacy with God. Okay. It really, 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 really helps. I tell people, I said, if you want to start seeing angels, start picturing Jesus in your mind. Start picturing Jesus. What does he look like? Because guess what? Where Jesus is, angels flutter and flock around him. And the reason why is because they love him. They go wherever he goes. They love him unless he sends them somewhere. You know, but I all of my angelic encounters come from a place of intimacy with God, spending time with him, loving on him, singing to him. When you do those things, it opens up the angelic realm. I love the verse where Jesus was telling uh was it Zacchaeus? I don't know, maybe Nicodemus, I can't remember. Where he says, uh, you will see heavens open and angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The focus of Jesus saying that isn't the angels. The focus of that is him. So when you are, it's Jesus. So when you are gazing upon Jesus, the angelic realm opens. When you're looking at the beauty and wonder of Jesus, the angelic realm unlocks. Hi, Sherry. Good to see you. Awesome. Cool. Okay, I'm just going to... Wow, you guys have a lot of questions. I'm trying to make sure I'm, I'm getting to some that... Um, yeah, Bob Jones was sent back to uh, Earth. Corey, you asked, um, have I ever seen hell? Yes, I have seen hell. Um, every Easter... Um, Every Easter, the Lord uh, comes and gets me and takes me to hell. Uh, I do not like it. It is not something that I asked. He told me uh, that we were going to go, and I said, okay. <laughs> Literally, I, you know, I was, not, I was not happy to go to hell. And it is, I tell you what, no one will want to go there. It's terrible, especially the outer realms of outer reaches of hell. But um, it, is, it is a very terrible place. And it's painful. And the main pain about hell is that you are completely and totally disconnected from the Father's love. You're completely, totally disconnected uh, from him. And demons hate you so much down there uh, that the reason why they torture you so badly, why they torture people so badly down there is because every time they see uh, the, the, a person down there reminds them of God and they hate God. 
and they hate you because we were made in God's image and demons are so filled with shame and and darkness and, and loneliness and anger and rage and all those things are so filled with, they are disgusted by their own appearance that when they see God's children, they want to just rage out against them. So hell is a horrible place. Uh, you know, I've seen people uh, who come together, like they, they, they may have lost their lives on the earth at the same time and they, they descend into hell together, but then they separate, uh, never seeing each other again. Okay, um, and I, you know, I, I, I won't go into everything I've seen down there because it's just so horrifying. But it is a very real place, and it is not meant for us. It's not meant for us. Here's something cool. I remember though one time the Lord took me uh, to hell, and I, I think it was we were in the future or something like that. But He took me to hell, and. Um, there were people who were falling into hell and then suddenly hell began to shake and rumble. And then the people who were falling suddenly were getting drawn back up, drawn back up out of hell. And I said, Jesus, what is going on? And Jesus looked at me and he smiled. He said, the church is raising the dead. He said, hell is going to start losing victims. I have no idea what that's going to look like, but that excites me. That excites me. We are going to move in such power of raising the dead that hell is going to lose victims. It's going to lose people. People are going to be brought back to life and get a chance to accept Jesus as their Savior. Isn't that amazing? And you get to be part of that. I have, again, I don't have full understanding on when this will happen, you know, or how fully it's going to happen, but I know that we're going to be moving in such signs and wonders and power that the dead will be raised like crazy. Isn't that cool? Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, you guys have some great stuff here. Okay, so Florine asked, uh, Florine Flo, uh, good to have you. What do you do when you sense angelic presence and you know in your heart that it's meant to be a physical experience that nothing happens? Hey, you know, Florine, a good thing um, about this is that what you are sensing is a actual experience it is an actual experience i know that we like i said we want uh, our eyes to be open we want to see the full picture of things but god reveals the full picture and i think uh that we need to um be really believe in what we're seeing and sensing, you know, and you sensing angelic presence is real, is so real, you know? So believe that, believe that it's a real experience, believe that it is a physical experience, you know, and that 
it will just continue to grow. The more that you're thankful for what you have, the more that you're thankful for what you're experiencing. Um, okay. Um, Colleen asks, I have a lot of angels that come to my house with fire on their wings. Can you explain about these angels? And thank you so much. You know, um, there are all kinds of different angels with uh, angels with fire and, and all that kind of stuff. Now, angels that have fire on their wings, usually um, uh, what's amazing is that angels' wings will sometimes be in fire because they come from the throne, which is like a living place of fire, you know, and so their wings literally will be on fire. And when you have angels with fire on their wings, it's, a, it's an actual impartation of, be, of growing and anointing from a place of intimacy with God, okay? So when you see angels with fire on their wings, it's a message of something greater happening in your life of anointing and intimacy with God. Uh, let's see. Mm, yeah, Greg, absolutely. Um, just moving. You guys are saying a lot of things. Hey, Zachary, good to see you, buddy. Sorry if I'm um, if I'm coming to some of you guys late who are saying hi. Uh, let's see. Glad this is great. I have some going. It's just really soft. It's just this guitar music. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Bob Jones's prophecy about not knowing death, uh, desire. Yes, that's a good word. Yeah. That's right, it is covering the earth. Uh, let's see. Okay. Katrina asks, what is taking place when you feel the fire of God on you so strongly? Um, okay, that's a good question. Um, what is that? That you're actually encountering the passion of God. See, God, the fire around God's throne is a manifestation of his passion for you. So when you're encountering God's fire, you're encountering his love, his passion. And it can be overwhelming and it's burning and it's holy. See, the holiness of God and the love of God are the same thing. Okay? They're the same thing. They the same thing. They come from the same place. So when you are feeling God's passion, and that's his holiness, and that's also his love. The, the love of God is so holy that it burns out anything that is not holy in you because he's so full of love for you. His love is so intense that it manifests as fire. That's why when some people see Jesus, they see his eyes with the flames of fire. And some people get scared that like, oh my gosh, Jesus is mad at me. No, it's not. He's not mad. It's actually passion. It's actually intense love for you, so great, so deep, so powerful, that it's manifesting as fire. And basically, Jesus is looking at you saying, I have got to have all of you. And that's when he comes in and he burns out everything in you that will hinder his love from fully manifesting in you. 
Okay, so that's what the eyes of fire are. That's what happens when people feel the fire of God on them. It's the passion of Jesus. Latanya Fisher asks, Michael, what are some of the sensations you feel when the angelic is present? For instance, I feel, okay, I don't want to, this is, I feel electric on my forearms and an ice feeling. Is that part of it? Absolutely. You feel all kinds of things. Sometimes when I'm not seeing angels and I, and the Lord is, is, uh, trying to, you know, I'm discerning when they're there, I'll feel a hand, like a hot, warm hand on my shoulder. And the reason why that is, is because there's a specific angel that likes to minister with me. His name is Passion. He's like a, he's a pillar of fire. I drew him out on my website, but he'll put his hand on me whenever I start uh, beginning to operate in like the word of knowledge or something like that. I'll just feel that. And I just know that's angelic presence. Um, it says in his word that he makes his angels winds and his messenger of flames of fire. Very true. So um, when you feel winds going by, that's angels. You know, angels are the winds, okay? Uh, and that's one way that they manifest is by wind. Um, they manifest, um, yeah, you'll feel electricity, like you'll, you'll feel flash, you'll see flashes of light. Uh, some people will actually feel feathers, wings go brushed by them. See, we are always seeing and sensing things. We just need to be aware of it, okay, and not doubt our senses. Sometimes the realm is, the spirit realm is opening up to you, but you're missing it because you're trying to look for other, other big things. And God's like, hey, no, look, look, you know, and I've had that happen, guys. I've had angelic visitations start with just a feeling. I've had angelic visitations start with just feeling a, a gentle touch on my arm. And I just pursued it. Did the realm open up after I felt those things? No, not all the time. No, not all the time. Okay, but the supernatural is always around us, is always activating around us. We just have to be aware. We just have to, to, uh, to say thank you and open up our senses that way. Very good. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Susan, that's that's funny. Um, I have heard a lot of people say that, like, I don't scare them. And that's the reason why that is. is it's just because I, I, I'm just so in love with him. I'm just so in love with Jesus. And, you know, all I, all, all I want is for people to actually love him with all their hearts, you know, because it makes a lot of things that we want to experience in the supernatural is just birthed out of a place of loving him. You know, asking, yes, but also loving him. Oh, Josh Teleskin. Hey, buddy, good to see you. Yes, the Lord has taken me to the past before. Um, and it's like, I don't know if some of you have seen Star Wars or not, but it's like when you're passing through, when you're on, oh, I don't know the name of that ship. I'm not, I like Star Wars. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, uh, but I like it. You're uh, you're on that big ship, that big circular ship, and they go through light speed, like how they go through light speed, and all the lights are like. Shh. That's what it's like when the Lord takes me in the past or in the future, and it used to be kind of make me a little nervous because I didn't quite know what was happening. But I remember one time the Lord took me in the past to see the Earth, uh, you know, the Garden of Eden, 
and it was amazing. The sky was like a like a pinkish orange color, and the trees were the largest trees I had ever seen. These huge, huge trees. Beautiful garden, beautiful garden, and there were these um, there were these flowers that would uh, flutter and they would open up to you. You know, the garden was just a beautiful place. It would open up to you. It was gorgeous. Um, yeah, and I remember the Lord told me when he took me back in the past of the Garden of Eden, um, he told me, he said, that what he made in the garden was fresh and new and actually wasn't, uh, those, the, the creation that was in the garden, uh, those things were not actually in heaven. So he actually made something fresh and new for the earth. Isn't that amazing? It just got swept away with the flood and things just changed. So like what was in the garden of Eden was specifically for this earth. Isn't that incredible? So the flowers, the trees, the sky, the grass, you know, all those kind of things, some of the things that were made in the garden were actually parts specifically for that garden and for that, for that earth. That's what's why the new heavens and the new earth is going to be so amazing because God is going to send forth fresh ideas and things that even the heavens themselves cannot contain. God is going to create things that even the heavens will not be able to contain. So that's why we need a new heavens and a new earth, because God's got ideas that he wants to express. But he needs a new heaven and a new earth. And we also need new bodies to be able to withstand uh, those new things that God is going to make. There's talents and and uh, designs in you, uh, um, talents and gifts in you, uh, that literally are longing to be unlocked. But because of the realm or dimension that we're in, You know it won't be able to contain it even our bodies won't be able to contain it isn't that amazing i think it's amazing so it makes me so excited about the new heavens new earth um paula that is a good question did i ever see jesus before he came to earth as a man, uh, I, yes, I have seen him that way. And um, he was uh, being full of white, it was, it was beautiful. Um, let's see here. That's awesome, Susan, you get goosebumps when you feel the Holy Spirit. Um, so, um, mom, can the farmer angel, are you talking about the angel that you experienced? The farmer. If I, if that is uh, what you're referencing, um, some angels are watchers, uh, which means the watchers actually have like a flesh flesh on them, and they manifest the most human um, in their in their forms. They actually look very 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 close to humans, and they're watchers, and um, they're actually on the earth right now. Um, watcher angels. So, um, I think, uh, I think, uh, being aware, I think that was where it comes from entertaining the uh, angels unaware, but yeah, watcher angels usually take on the form of, of humans. Um, and they're quite delightful to have around. 
cool. These are great questions, guys. Good questions, good questions. Awesome, Maria, you feel wind sometimes? That's so cool. Very, very good. Oh, hey, Michael, good to see you. You guys have great ones. I'm just trying to get to some that I know I'm missing some. I know I'm missing some questions, so I am so sorry. Uh, let's see, because the, the Facebook doesn't give me all of them. Um, let's see. Okay, these are really good. I'm just trying to pick one. Nathan Rich, you asked, do pets go to heaven? Actually, they do, because um, the father cares for you, and he cares for you, the animals. So, yes, I've seen my cat up there, my cat Sparkle, um, my grandma's dog Angel up there. Father will take your pets to heaven, and uh, they'll run around and have fun. There's actually a massive cat tower. When I, when I first saw my cat Sparkle, there was this huge cat tower uh, that was amazing, and my cat was, uh, she was a, uh, snow, I think, a snowfoot cat. She was gray and white, and uh, there was this beautiful cat tower, and I saw her playing with all these other cats there, and Jesus was with the cats. <laughs> it was so cool. Jesus was just, you know, hanging out with the cats, and I love that. And so I, I saw my cat Sparkle playing on this massive cat tower. It was so cool. And so then I thought, I'm going to say her name. And so then I said, I called her Sparkle. And um, her, her ears went up and she just ran right to me and I got to pet her and I got to hold her. Oh, she was so cool. Now my cat Sparkle was was uh, very spirited, okay? She was like wild, okay? But um, she still had the wild, this wild sense about her. Um, but uh, she was perfect, just beautiful. And I got to hold her, you know, and she was, you know, then I released her and she went back to go finish playing. So, Animals, your pets do go. Yeah. Um, okay, Miriam, that's a good question. I'll come back to that one. Um, there are plenty of different angels. Let's see here. There are snakes in heaven. <laughs> yes, cats do go to heaven, Corey. <laughs> You're funny. I trust me, you'll love every animal up there. You're welcome, Greg. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, yes, yeah, someone asked, uh, said that she had seen angels in the grocery store once and it was dressed uh, in work clothes. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like I said, that's Watcher. Watcher angels are everywhere, okay? They are actually everywhere. And we actually have encounters with them a lot. We don't even know it. Okay, they're everywhere. Okay, so someone asked, I believe it was Miriam, she asked, um, let's see here.
Well, we still get to hang out with our family and children and spouses. Do we have to live in separate homes? Uh, the Father will create mansions for each person, and people will just come and stay with you. Uh, you are very much so connected with your family. Um, very much. I mean, it's not even, that's not even a, like a big deal because like you you feel like your your family with everyone there. Everyone there is your brothers and your sisters. So even though the ones that were blood your blood relatives on the earth, yeah, they will continue to be your family. Um, but you feel a connection with so with everyone up there. Okay, and spouses. Uh, there is no marriage of spouses in heaven. Um, there's none of that. Uh, Jesus is the bridegroom and you are the bride. So, uh, and that even won't, it, that itself won't even be an issue. Like you won't be thinking like, well, I still be married to my spouse. No, you're going to be so wrapped up in God's love that you, that's not even going to be a question. Um, you're going to, I mean, literally you're going to be so wrapped up in his love, but families are still families. Like your blood family, your rel relatives. Yeah. I mean, you'll still get to hang out with them. You'll still get to, you know, oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. And I love seeing like relatives together, like some of them that they never even met to get are together. Um, one of my favorite encounters I had in heaven was uh, I was at a um, picnic in heaven and the throne was there and father had was pull, putting on this picnic for all his kids and um, families came and they sat together and then there was just mingling that was going it was the best thing i ever saw and the father was eating food and jesus was there jesus bought a big cake to share with everybody it was so cool yeah jesus bought this huge cake to share with everybody and um people were eating all kinds of fruit all kinds of food even food i'd never seen before you know, and there was just this laughter going on and then family pets were there and the pets were playing with each other and people were talking to each other's pets. There were dinosaurs. It was like all of all of creation was there at this massive picnic, you know, and we were all just enjoying, enjoying our time. And then, you know, at family reunions where you have family reunion games, well, like the father created a game for everyone to play. And it was just one big giant happy family thing. It was so cool. The father created this game for us to play, you know, and we all did. We all played. And I remember the laughter. I remember Jesus laughing. I remember the father laughing. Even the father played games. Okay, the father just wasn't sitting on his throne. The father actually got up and played games with us. It was so cool. So cool. He got he was eating the food. He was enjoying himself. He was enjoying himself. So heaven is so fun. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Let's see here. Awesome, Colleen. Cool, cool. Um, okay, so hell is a very interesting case. So we're going back to uh, to hell here, and I, I don't talk about hell a lot just because it, it's just a terrible place. And the Lord is kind enough to where He will mask some of the uh, visuals and sights so they're not as powerful because uh, you know it, it would keep me up. But you asked, uh, do the people in hell remember that they heard about Jesus, and can they see their families from there? I remember um, I watched a 
men go to hell and he had his moment to look upon Jesus. Uh, you know, it was too late for him, but he had the moment to actually look upon the clean king of glory. And this regret filled his heart. It was so sad. This regret filled his heart. And these demons just pulled him under, pulled him into this dark, 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 dark place. And his eyes were just fixed on Jesus. And Jesus literally, and it was like I was in the view of this, of where this man was, you know, so I could actually, you know, see what this man was seeing and see his expressions and he was being pulled back and uh the light jesus was this beautiful light and it just got dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer as he got pulled into the darkness dimmer 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 until it was just gone and that was his last thing he saw that was the last good thing he saw was jesus and it was just this it was just regret you know, it was, it was, he had an intense feeling of regret, regret, and he'll never be able to look upon light again. He'll never be able to look upon beauty again. Guys, even the thing in the, in, in the earth, the sunlight, the trees, the grass, all those things contain, contain a piece of God. It's like, because he made it, he put, he put understanding a knowledge of who he is and things around us, you know? And in hell, there's none of that. There's none of that. Just darkness, just hopelessness, pain, emptiness. It's it's so sad. It's really sad. These are such good questions, guys. Uh, let's see. Tammy said, I'm depressed and, and my intimate with the Lord is blocked. Okay, well, the depression is what is blocking that. Amy, what you can do is you can uh, put your hand, Tammy, is that Tammy? Yeah, Tammy, put your hand on your spirit and you start to loose that from your soul. Every day, loose depression from your soul. Break it off your soul and bind the joy of God to you. Bind the revelation of God to you. Bind the peace of God to you. Okay, and your your spirit man will start to identify with that. See, a lot of times depression and things linger because we speak that over us. We speak depression, anxiety over us and it attaches to our spirit. And so you have to do the exact opposite. You have to detach it, break it off your spirit. And some people look, sometimes things will be instant and sometimes you have to keep doing it for months until you start seeing a change. Every day, breaking it off your soul, breaking it off your spirit, loosing depression off your spirit, breaking it off and binding to you the goodness of God, the wealth of God, the kindness of God, bind to you those good things. And that goes for every, with everything. That goes for breaking bad habits. That goes for, you know, mindsets that we want to be renewed. You loose those things off your soul. It could be lust. It could be pornography. It could be anxiety. It could be anger. It could be alcohol. You start breaking those things off your soul. Make it a habit because a habit takes time to form. The bad habit took time to form. 
the good habit is going to take time to form. Okay, so you have to be patient and let these good habits develop. So break things off your soul. You're welcome. Hi, Lena. Yeah, Jim, there were so many surprises I had in heaven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, Jordan, great question. Do you have any insights about the end times of tribulation based on your experiences? I'll tell you what, the greatest time we are ever going to live is, 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 is um, right now. We get to manifest the glory of God on this earth. Okay, we are living in one of the greatest times ever. We really get to manifest the glory of God. So the end times is going to be amazing time for the body of Christ. We are going to shine like none other. And a lot of churches get afraid of all that. They get afraid of the tribulation and all that stuff. Look, you don't have to be afraid because you're going to be so filled up with God. But that's not going to happen for a long time. Okay, so especially the tribulation time. Okay, that's not going to happen for a while. But right now, we need to we need to manifest God's presence and His glory on the earth because that's what we're called to do. Hi, Ava. That's what we're called to do: manifest God's glory on the earth. Cool. All right. Cool. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. That's a great question. Does the father project himself into a participating person? Absolutely. The father can do whatever he wants. I've seen the father so large that his size is, like, uncomparable. And I've seen the father be the size of a six-foot-three person, okay? Um, he can do whatever he likes. He can do whatever he likes. And what's so amazing is that the father, the skin of the Father is like diamonds and emeralds and rubies. It is so beautiful. So beautiful. Father feels so good to touch. And he feels different than Jesus because Jesus is, is flesh. Okay? Jesus has, um, it has a new body on him. Okay? He's flesh. The Father is spirit. So he feels different. Um, but you can feel it. Spirit has a substance. You can feel spirit beings like the angels are spirits. Uh, some of them are spirits. And then Jesus is has a new body on him. So, like, he feels different than the Father does. So, yeah, the Father will, will show up to look like, uh, yeah, um, he can be huge. He can be the size of, of a person. I've, I've had encounters with the Father where I, would, I was holding his hand like this, and we're walking through the gardens of heaven, and he's talking to me about roses and how much he loves roses and how much he reminds me of his kids. You know, and then I've seen the father so large, you know, that he's holding me in the palm of his hand, in his hands like that. I'm sitting, standing in his hand, and I'm looking right at his face, the glory coming off his face. So he's amazing. Father will always surprise you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, guys. Well, it is one o'clock. Okay, and um, hey, Chuck. Oh, Chuck's on. 
I know I'm in love with father too. I'm in love with father too. Sorry, some of you who are jumping on, I'm not saying hi to some of you and I miss, I know I missed some of your questions. Uh, we can try and do this again. Um, but you, it's all, it's always fun to do something like this because you get to learn more and also you get more and people get to learn from your questions that you're asking. Like I said, I know I didn't get to all of them. Um, but these were excellent, excellent questions that you guys asked and I, um, had a blast. So thank you guys so much for joining me on this throne room talks Q and a, I saw some of your, some of you were also uh, answering each other's questions from the revelations that you've got. That is so cool. Um, but yeah, you guys can find me at beholdwonder.com. Continue to share this video uh, so that other people can, you never know, some of your questions could really help somebody else. Okay, and um, if you're still getting invites, some of you who've, who've come over from my personal page, personal Facebook, if you're getting invites from me, it is the real me, okay? Uh, so say yes, because in September, my personal page is going to shut down uh, you know, meaning that I won't be, um, active on that. I'm going to be active on the Facebook page because it's a, I'm able to reach more people. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, check out my website. Uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff for you to read on there. Um, and you have a brilliant and most wonderful time. Father, I thank you for those who are watching. Father, just bless them, anoint them, be with them. God, I thank you that we would have hearts of, 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 of a child, that we have eyes of wonder uh, to behold you and to see your face, to see the glory of God, to see the glory, glory, glory of God. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Cool beans, guys. Oh, also, too, uh, if we, Dustin and I are still raising support, we, we're almost there, raising support for our trip in September. Uh, if you want to give to that, feel free to do that. You can do that on our website. Um, I will be praying for you guys. I'll be praying for you guys up on the mountain while I'm there. Um, and I know the Lord is going to meet me there. It's going to be incredible. So you guys, um, thank you so much for your prayers and your support and your love. It's been amazing. I love doing this and God bless you. All right. I'll see you guys later and have a good day.